confident man is the stuff of legends. By his twenties, his daunting frame housed an immense intellect and literary talent. His father loved and encouraged him and sent him to Harvard, where he picked up a scientific and secular outlook that guided him in his multiple interests as an adult. On graduating from college, he married the romantic love of his life. But after an idyllic three years, he lost her in childbirth. He gave his infant daughter to his sister to raise and fled to the West to recover from his devastation. At 23 years old, Roosevelt had decided to become a politician, not a usual gentleman's profession. He was elected to the New York State Assembly three times, but was thwarted as a reformer. When he returned from the West after two years of mourning, he picked up his public life, so strong was his call to public service. His sojourn out west, however, was forever imprinted on him. Later, he would make many more trips there, and even ranch his own land, an early and prodigious environmentalism. Roosevelt married his dear childhood friend, Edith Carrow, in 1886. During the early years of their marriage, he combined his government work with a career as a writer. He alternated between writing ordinary biographies for income and true masterpieces, such as The Winning of the West, which made him small fortunes. He became a civil service commissioner in Washington for six years, and then police commissioner in New York City for two years, serving in both posts as a reformer, cleaning up corruption. He then became assistant secretary of the Navy, where he built a modern American fleet. When war with Spain over Cuba seemed imminent in 1898, Roosevelt resigned to be lieutenant colonel in a regiment he formed, called the Rough Riders. He quickly became a heroic warrior in a short and profitable war for America. At 40 years old, he was the master of men and a shaper of destinies. That splendid little war made Roosevelt the popular candidate for governor of New York, despite the fears of Republican Party bosses that he would be independent and too reformist. He was a progressive in his outlook, and he made it clear during his campaign that he intended to improve the lives of working men, break up business monopolies, sever the malign ties business had with political parties, and make the judiciary sensitive to reformist legislation. As governor, he was a moralist and brilliant manipulator of publicity for causes. He was a magician, too, in his use of the bully pulpit. Roosevelt exhorted the people and government officials to be virtuous. He was sufficiently successful that his tenure in Albany became an apprenticeship for the presidency. New York's boss kicked him upstairs to get rid of him. After a brief stint as vice president, he became president when William McKinley was assassinated. At 42 years old, Roosevelt was the youngest president in history. His political career, jump-started by a war and hailed by progressives, was astonishingly swift. His ability to bring together high character and purpose attracted Americans. His ebullient and joyful persona entranced voters. Roosevelt brought his country back into the light of the future at a time when the nation most needed it. The sense of high purpose that had mobilized the country during the bloody Civil War was now nearly lost. Americans were being diminished and 
demoralized by a heartless laissez-faire economy that seemed to serve only the industrial barons and financiers. Roosevelt's presidency of little more than seven years, from 1901 to 8, was the high-water mark of Republican progressivism, national reform, and international success. He refashioned the office of the chief executive and reordered the Republican Party to achieve his ends, the reform of business practices, and the empowerment of labor. He broke business trusts to open up economic opportunity to all, mediated strikes, made food and drugs safe, and preserved the environment, and much else as well. In foreign affairs, he added the Roosevelt Corollary to the Monroe Doctrine to keep European imperial powers at bay. He built the Panama Canal and rebuilt a powerful navy to secure the country. And he played peacemaker in European and Asian.